from Los Angeles, California. This is the Rider Strike Chronicles podcast, and I'm Tanya Barnes. Hello, everybody. Today is Friday, November 29th, 2007, day 25 of the Rider Strike. In alternative time units, that's 2,160,000 seconds or 36,000 minutes, or 600 hours. (laughs) In today's episode, we talked to Leonard Dick from the picket lines in front of Fox Studios. Before we begin, I want to make mention about a website that Leonard and I talked about called Hulu. Hulu is an online joint venture with NBC Universal and Fox News Corporation. It will focus on professional content as opposed to user-generated content, a fancy term for amateur, (coughs) mostly seen on YouTube. Content on Hulu is mostly a bunch of TV shows from Fox and NBC, including Heroes, 30 Rock, and The Simpsons. But I kind of like the oldies, like The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Lost in Space, and Kojak. Furthermore, there are 15 cable channels, including Bravo, E, FX, Sci-Fi, Sundance, and USA. Now here's the thing, Hulu was supposed to launch the week of Halloween, but no surprise, it still hasn't launched yet. Could it be that the timing of the launch conflicted with the start of the strike and the conglom saying there's no money to be made on the internet? Anyway, enough of speculation, enough about Hulu, I blogged about it a couple of days ago, so if you're not up to speed, check it out at our blog at WGAStrike. 2007.blogspot.com and run a search in the upper left corner for Hulu. That's H-U-L-U. Now, uh, one last thing. Uh, I am an amateur. I'm not a sound designer. I'm not a sound engineer. Uh, I did notice that there's a distinct crackle in this recording, and I apologize for that. If anybody listening can give me a shout out and tell me how to get rid of that crackle or what I was doing wrong, I would really appreciate some feedback. Okay, let's roll sound with Leonard Dick. I got caught in traffic. I'm convinced the AMPTP launched, it was doing construction on Beverly Glen. So I was banging, I'm a strike captain, so I needed to get here at 11 o'clock and I'm banging my horn, yelling at all these poor people. I, I feel terrible. So I'm really wired right now. I shouldn't be so wired though. Okay. My name is Tanya Barnes. I'm with the Rider Strike Chronicles and I'm here with... Leonard Dick, I'm a writer on House. What's going on? We are in week four. Everybody is hanging strong. We have a great turnout again. Uh, and while we prefer not to be striking, prefer to be working, we are striking for what we think is a fair and just cause. What's going on with negotiations? If I read Nikki Fink's blog and if I look at the uh, United Hollywood blog, I, I'm not sure what's going on with negotiations, but I think it's a good sign that they're in their third or fourth day. Yes, the two sides are negotiating at an undisclosed location, which will probably disclose as, as soon as a few hundred agents find out about it. But supposedly they are negotiating, it seems to be the case that they are negotiating in earnest, so hopefully two sets of reasonable people can work out a reasonable and fair deal. Why do you think there's a news blackout? One of the problems early on has been that the two sides, uh, particularly the company side, in my opinion, have been... uh, In the studio conglomerate side? Yes, the conglomerates, the big media conglomerates, have been fighting it out in the press. So something would happen, they would go to the press and say that the Writers Guild has been trenchant and uh, unyielding, 
and uh, as certain uh, disclosures have revealed, that's not always been the case. For example, it was reported that the Writers Guild walked away from the table on the Sunday night before the strike. It turns out that one of the negotiating committee members, Sean Ryan, disclosed in an email that made the rounds that the companies walked away and misrepresented it in the press. But you understand that the conglomerates also own the news stations and the news media, and so the control of information is coming from the top down. They get to tell their story any way they want. That's true. The, the media conglomerates own the outlets. In my one man's opinion on November the 29th, I don't know if they necessarily dictate what the news anchors are actually reporting. I don't know if if the CEOs actually write the news copy that the anchors are reading. So on the one hand, maybe they don't control the actual message, but one of the things that the strike has proven is that traditional media outlets are not the best way necessarily to convey their message. The, the big conglomerates have been using the traditional media and they've been losing the PR battle. We've been using new media, which is somewhat appropriate and poetic, given that this battle is really about the internet, new media, etc. So here are the supposedly ignorant, un great unwashed writers who have figured out how to harness the new media which we are actually fighting for. You can get lost in the circular reasoning, but new media works and that's what this is about. So there's something poetic about this. I'm curious, do you download new media? And if so, what do you what do you consume? I don't download a lot I, I buy, except for uh, things I buy on uh, iTunes. But what I have discovered is that everything is available on the internet. Um, last week, I sat in my chair at home after picketing for th four hours a day when I was exhausted and I watched on AOL episodes of House that were being offered for free. So, I, and I'm a writer on House, so all the episodes from the, the first six episodes were available with no residual compensation to the writer. But they're and calling those promos. They're calling them promos, but really they are reruns. Instead of watching it uh, when it airs uh, a couple weeks, they're, giving, they're airing it now. And so what we're seeing is that it's, it, it, the, I guess the big conglomerates are talking about the digital future. Well, the truth is it's the digital present. If it were a bad business, they wouldn't be in it. It's a good business and a potentially lucrative business. I'm just curious, when you looked at House on AOL and you downloaded, were there any ads? Uh, I recall that there were. That's the thing. It's ad-supported. It also was a chance for, I believe it was NBC, to promote uh, Hulu, which is there. Right, right. So, so it appears to be ad-supported. And so that's why, if it's ad-supported, it, it is in place of a rerun, a traditional rerun that, that would air on television. Hulu was supposed to launch in October, and it still hasn't launched yet, and I think it has a lot to do with this strike. I'm not sure. I don't know much about it. Interestingly, uh, I am a GE shareholder, so I wish they would get their act uh, together. And So two things. One, please launch Hulu. I hope it's profitable. And two, let's settle the strike and make a fair deal. I'm a shareholder. I'm a writer. I vote for GE to help lead the charge and, and make a fair and reasonable deal with the writers. Okay, now just share with us now as we, as we start to wrap this up, can you tell me what it's been like on the picket lines and where morale is? Morale is very high. First of all, we're getting tons of exercise. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chance to visit with, with writers uh, on shows that, I, that, that were canceled, people I've worked with before. But people are united behind a singular cause. I mean, I don't mean to sound glib about it, but people are out here because the cause is just. I mean, sort of coming full circle to what you asked originally, the message, I mean, we've been able to, to convey the message to each other, to the world, and everybody believes it. There, there, I have talked to no writers who say that this is a mistake, because we're just asking for a little bit. We're not asking for a lot. We're not asking for a percentage of, you know, 20% of the gross against $20 million. We're asking for a couple cents more. We don't use residuals to buy beach houses. I use residuals to buy braces for my daughter, just like everybody else who's out here. 
Any parting shots? Yes, actually, I, I want to offer an olive branch and just say that I hope the two sides can be reasonable. I know everybody loves puppies. I know the executives of the conglomerates have a soul. I, I, I'd like to believe they have a soul, and there's no reason that the two sides can't cut a fair and reasonable deal. I agree. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. You have been listening to the Writer's Strike Chronicles podcast. For more information, visit our blog at wgastrike2007.blogspot.com.